Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013 where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that, quite frankly, can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Women in strength, the things that they don't teach us in Cert 3 and 4. We are hitting a new episode. It's the first episode for 2022. And it's been a hot minute since I pushed record. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a nice downtime over the Christmas break. Um, I had a bit of a holiday. I closed down the gym for a couple of weeks. And now we're back into the second week of the new year. And I wanted to hit record and, and share with you some things to start your year off on the right track. So, oh my gosh, it's literally middle of January as I'm recording this and it's been two weeks, but oh my gosh, it's felt so jarring coming into the new year. Um, Being here in Melbourne, Australia, we've had just a blow up of COVID cases and all that stupid stuff that's important to keep an eye on, but feels just so pulled out that's been going on. Um, and it's been it's been a hectic couple of weeks actually as we've returned back. So I, I closed the gym for a couple of weeks and I made my team take some time off and I took some time off and it was actually so nice. Um, my family and I we stayed at home and we did a staycation and it was just so refreshing to have a lot of expansion and a lot of free time over that break. We went to the beach a lot. Um, spent lots of time with my daughter and it was just a really beautiful time. Um, and the next kind of portion of my growth in my business, uh, well, one of my businesses is going to be quite, quite busy over coming weeks and months as I fully prepare to open my new gym. So I might just kind of give you a bit of a 411 of what's happening there before we get into the podcast. Um, just a bit of a, hey, let's catch up, see where we're up to. So I get my keys in a couple of weeks, two weeks, and then my new space is mine. And then that's when all the renovations and the fit out start. So I am so excited. I touch base with my equipment company um, at the start of the week. All of our equipment is either here or coming at the end of this month. We have the most beautiful custom calibrated weight plates that are coming from overseas and they have our logo on them. They are like the biggest fucking queen energy. They are beautiful and silver. Oh my gosh, it's just like... There, I can't wait to get our equipment. I've actually got my two new comp benches, my combo racks in the new facility already. They are like the stunning pink magenta that is in our logo. And I'm so excited to take them out of the car, out of the wooden crates. 
Um, and yeah, I've just been touching base, making sure all of our dates are ready. The people that are going to be doing things, my big neon sign has come for our logo. I'm just rearing to basically go. So in saying that, that's why I decided to take a, you know, a break. And also COVID has been fucking hard. Um, so we took some downtime in preparation for February and March being quite big and hectic. So I wanted to just kind of now break into some stuff that I think is really important as we're heading into 2022 um, around what we can do to set ourselves up not like completely sorted. Like I think I, I really want to avoid using words like that because business ownership is forever up and down, but I think it's just about putting ourselves in the right foot to tackle the year ahead, basically. And I'm going to take you through five things that I always do, five things that I've been mentoring my current mentorees about. Um, You know, anyone that I'm working with, we are going through these particular points, having discussions, setting aside time, setting up things, and absolutely fucking going for it. So the first thing to start your year off on the right track is we want to go ahead and do a fucking big reflection piece. Now, I know reflect, reassess, journal, wah, wah, wah. Like we've heard it through and through coming to the end of the year as we reassess for 2022. Now, I wanted to hit this topic, sorry, hit this point and really discuss what we can be doing from a business perspective of how we reflect and reassess, okay? Now, when we're setting goals like you know, goals, goals can evolve. So I want to pop this out there straight away is that goals can change. Goals can, you know, have alterations based on how we're resonating with them. And a goal that you set now in another six, 12 months time, you might find that it doesn't resonate, resonate with you anymore, or that it needs to make some little changes or that you need to change it completely. So when we're reflecting and reassessing, I always, always, always like to take it from a you know, a front-end, back-end perspective, a offense-defense, a night and day, a black and white. I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at the good and the bad. I don't necessarily think, I think sometimes when we're doing reflection and reassessment, we are only looking at the good stuff, what we're grateful for, what we achieved, what were the lessons, what was helpful. I fucking love to like go, you know what, Ro, let's enter this reflect and reassess stage with like complete honesty and radical fucking honesty about answering these questions around what didn't work, what was frustrating as fuck, where were you disappointed? And like that kind of tone of questions, because to me, you are going to learn so much from both sides of the coin. So if we were to look at reflect and reassess, like let's go through some questions that you can ask yourself. And also like, tools and strategies that you can do. So first of all, when I'm doing this for myself and helping my business owners to do so, I'm looking at the data. Okay. I'm always looking at qualitative and quantitative information. I'm looking about the numbers. I'm looking at our revenue, our profit margins, our attendance, our cancellations, our, you know, re-sign rate, our leads, our conversion rate. I'm looking at all of that data that we track in our business, which is ding, ding, ding. So fucking important. I'm looking at what worked well from that. I'm looking at quarter to quarter rest, like literally pulling it apart and going, okay, cool. Why was that attendance so high? Um, What were we doing at that point in time that made it fucking absolutely rocket? So I'm looking at that kind of stuff. And then on the flip side, I'm always looking at night and day. So I'm then going, okay, cool. If that quarter was lower or, 
you know, these expenses were too high or anything of that nature. I'm going, well, why was that happening? So I'm always looking at this qualitative data with the lens of let's chase both sides of the coin. Let's look at what worked well, what didn't work well, but more importantly, what was the reasons behind it? There are going to be some stuff that didn't work so well or didn't go to plan. And I'm okay with that. But what I want to find out is why, like, why was this happening? Was this in your control? Was this not in your control? Um, And how could you have helped the matter. So that's that's what I'm looking at with the qualitative stuff. Then I'm looking at the quantitative stuff. I'm looking at feedback. I'm looking at conversation. I'm having a look at those questions that's like, what did you enjoy this year? Um, you know, asking, asking our clients for feedback, looking and sending them a survey or a Google form and asking this quantitative stuff. What did you enjoy about your experience with us this year? What are three words that you would use to describe the last 12 months? Um, You know, what do you love about coming to us? What do you think we can improve? So we're looking at that data and then we're looking at that beautiful language and that beautiful like human lens alongside what that data actually means. And we're asking both our clients, I'm asking my staff members and I'm asking myself. And again, looking at both sides of the coin, I'm looking at what worked well, what didn't work well, what was great, what was shit, what was I fucking so jazzed about and so proud of and what was I equally frustrated about and like let down about and then I'm going why did this happen what was the what was the information surrounding this event what was the information you know surrounding the results that I am seeing um and to me that gives me such a clear picture of like a reflection piece okay then like oh my gosh I'm just listening to myself say that first point I'm such a fucking business owner like man my brain is just like I just I just think like a strategy and and reflect and and bring just so much I guess like paint to the picture that's the stuff that I really like to do but then through that reflection piece I'm also like touching base and asking myself a lot of personal questions like you know, business aside, personal and professional, the fucking same thing, in my opinion, I'm just then going, you know, like, how did you handle yourself from an emotional capacity last year? Um, Where were you feeling burnt out? Where did you feel completely abundant? Like, what, where were you, you know, what was the relationships you had and how did you bring yourself to those relationships? I'm just asking a lot of those kind of questions. Like, and for me, it always stems off the two major things is what worked well, what didn't work well, what was like something you enjoyed and something that you didn't enjoy. And we're just going more and more and more from there. Um, And I can give you prompt questions all day. Like I've sent so many prompt questions to lots of people, but at the same token, like if you just think about it from qualitative and a quantitative point of view and you search for both sides, you're naturally going to find your own prompt questions. Um, and that's that reflection piece. So once I've done that reflection piece, I am then 110% reassessing from those answers what I want to do. Okay. Um, and like, uh, like other thoughts that I'm wanting to hit for the new year, are they in line with my data? Are they in line with my thoughts and feelings? And like, do I need to reassess? Do I need to change? Do I need to pivot? Do I need to like park it? Okay. Um, and like, I'll give you an example. So I've been reflecting on my own stuff for the last year, 
all those questions that I talked about and then I'm reassessing. Um, and I realized when I was setting my goals for 2022, I tend to like do two lots of goal settings. So I do one at the start of the financial year, which is um, end of June for us here in Australia. And then I also do the next calendar year. I'm a business owner. So I think from, I, I think from financial year to financial year, that's how my year works in terms of my business. Um, and then like a calendar year is like a refresh with our clients. It's a refresh of the new year. So I also do it then. And so when I do it, in January, which is the start of the calendar year, it's like a really good halfway check-in from the current, like the current financial year. And when I was reassessing, I realized that my goals for the next um, financial year, June to June, were really fucking safe. And this is some a big reflection piece that came up for me is that I set goals, but I'm such a planner. I'm such a strategist. I'm such a like business owner. And that's not a bad thing. Like it makes me a very responsible business owner, but it makes me like play safe and it, and, it, and I've realized that the goals that I choose and the, you know, the next steps that I take are always very like planned out. And I'm not to say that I'm not going to, I'm going to set a plan and not know the logistics or the plan of it. I'm still going to do that. But my goals were, were very comfortable and were very safe. And so that, that's what I, like, that's what I identified. And so when I did my refresh for 2022, I was like, um, no, you're clearly going to get that. It's not something that you have to chase for. It's just going to happen if you just do the same shit as what you're doing, basically. And so I've set, I reassessed my goals to be more challenging and to, you know, give myself the option to chase higher. Um, so that's what that number one point of how you can start your year off on the right foot is go ahead for that reflection phase and then go into your reassess, reassess and see if your goals need to change. You know, you need to make any changes in terms of your daily structure. Um, it's going to give you a lot of data from that. So that's the first point. Now, um, the second point, I, it's a little bit of an eventuation from the first point, but I wanted to put it like as a second point in the five because... I just think that it's really easy to skim over and just say these things for the sake of it. So point number two is look at what you have achieved last year in your business and then pull it out further around how we can implement that and continue to ride on the strengths in the next quarter, financial year, calendar year, whatever. So when I say look at what you've achieved, look at the stuff in your business that you had. Why was it so fucking successful? Why why were you able to achieve these things? And obviously it's significant to you because you've written it down. So when we're running business, like I think we answer that question, we go, yep, cool, well done, we achieved that. But that is so much data that we can continue to pull out to build our business even more. So when you look at what you achieved last year, look at the qualities of yourself that allowed you to achieve it. Look at the actual tangibles of the work that you carried out to make it a reality. Look at the strategies that you used and then take all that beautiful information and go, okay, cool, this shit is fucking working. I'm going to use that strategy for the next push, or I'm going to tweak that strategy and give this a try. I identified that these qualities myself were the absolute game changer of me achieving this. So how can I keep like, um, you know, juicing that up and nurturing that so I can continue to do that? So when I say in the second point, look at what you've achieved last year. It's not just for like a journal prompt of writing it down, giving yourself a pat on the back, which is fucking important, Queens. But it's about like bringing so much color to that picture because that is going to be the baseline for your success for the next year, you know, based on the stuff that was already working. 
build on your fucking strengths. Yes, it's important to like, you know, build on your weaknesses, but girlfriend, like, hello, you have strengths. So also build on that. Okay. Now, the third point that I want you to look at, so when you're starting the next year, is to like tap the fucking to why you are here, what is the purpose behind your business, why you show up every day. And I know sometimes this fucking like know your why and what is your purpose, it can be like said and like brushed off as just like such woo-woo shit. But at the end of the fucking day, especially in the health and fitness industry, we are in a service-based industry. People come to us because they want to have a service of personal training, a service of coaching, a service of whatever products and services you're offering in your business. That's what they are buying and they are coming back over and over again. And when you remember what you're doing and why and what drives you, when you really bring up your purpose of why you're in the industry, why this all fucking matters, that is the number one driver that will have you keep going over and over and over again, okay? And when you tap into your purpose, you tap into your why, you figure out like what it is, why you got into the industry, why you continue to stay in the industry. When shit gets hard, when times get tough, when COVID kicks your ass, like this is the third fucking year now, we're coming into the third year. When all this kind of stuff happens, when these lows and these, you know, tidal waves are coming on us, this is the shit that is going to have you keep coming back. And when you reignite this purpose, when you focus on your purpose, um, ding, 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 that fucking drives profit. When you serve over and over again, when you serve your clients, they are going to be the ones that are getting results they are going to be the ones that are wanting to come back. And also, you fucking enjoy the process and you enjoy what you're doing. Because, you know, let's just say there's a, a personal training business. You've got someone that comes in all guns blazing. They, you know, have great, high amount of sessions at the start. They're slamming it. They're making good money. And then, fuck, what happens in six months' time? I know I've seen many coaches like this in commercial gyms, and you probably have too. They come in hard, and then when push comes to shove, leads die out. It gets a little bit hard. Shit happens in their life, and they don't really give a fuck about training clients. They don't really have that underlying drive. It's all about money. It's all about fast cash. It's all about, like, the lifestyle guess what? They fucking come and go. It's the people that have shit there that will keep them going and going. That's like, you know what? This is what will help me through COVID. This is what will help me through that tough patch. This is what will help me through when I lose a couple of clients. Like that shit absolutely fucking matters. And like, you can do some stuff. You can do some journaling prompts. You can touch base with like writing content for your socials. You can have conversations with your clients. You can do so many things to nurture your why and nurture your purpose. You build your business around your fucking purpose. Like my gym, my facility, my community is so... Everything is created from the purpose of why I'm here is to build fucking strong women and business and barbells. Like I love that shit so much because we build, you know, we, we help to facilitate change. We help to build really strong women with their, it's about women having the capabilities that they need to unleash their strength, which to me, when I see that happen, that's fucking inspiring to me. So whenever I put all this into my businesses, it's a no-brainer. Fuck, like I want to come to work. I want to push harder. I want to like 
you know, do all these things that if my why and my purpose was flaky, it'd be so easy to say no. But when I have to do some stuff that's work a bit harder or like stay up late or go above and beyond, like, of course, I'm going to fucking do it because it matters to me. So that's why point number three is tapping into your purpose, nurturing your fucking purpose, building it into your business. Because when you build a purposeful driven business, profit comes. Ding, ding, ding. Your service to your clients fucking matters. Okay. Now the point number four that I wanted to touch base on, and this is something that I've been doing with my current intake um, for my power program, which is my six month mentoring program. Um, We just had an immersion day like last weekend and we were doing a lot of stuff leading into the new year. We were doing a lot of like business uh, business ownership stuff in terms of our mindset, in terms of our reflection, our reassessment. And point number four here is to look at the intention for the year and actually more so the intention for the quarter. Now again, Ro, fuck, are you in woo-woo land reading the fucking secret again? Yes, I am every fucking week because I love that shit. But like this stuff is so important. So the intention for your year is like how are you going to approach your year? What is the word that is setting the scene for you? What energy do you want to bring? And then breaking it down into quarters. And I've always set an intention for the year. However, this year I'm setting an intention for the quarter because I've got a lot of stuff going on and I have to have, like, be in check with my intention because I, like, if you haven't noticed, I'm very high paced. I'm very go, go, go. Like, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm on cloud 10 all the time. Like, it's my natural kind of energy, right? And having known myself and, you know, being in business for a long time now, if I don't have intentions around things, like, I can just be doing go, 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 because that is just what I like to do. I'm, I, that's the kind of person that I am. Now, I also understand that I don't want to, like, it's not about hustle for me. It's not about working 24 seven, but because I'm so passionate and purposeful around these things, I could just fucking be lost in tangents. Like before I know it, it could be 10 PM and I'm like, and I'm like, where the fuck am I? So the intention for the quarter and the intention for the year is setting the scene of how you're going to approach it, what you're going to do. And then it's also having that foresight to go, you know what, my intention might change. So I'll give you an example. My intention for the year for 2022 is chaos. I literally resonate with that word so much right now. And that's because of my reflection piece around me, me staying comfortable and like only setting goals that are well within my grasp, only setting goals that have a plan wrapped around it. That's like rock solid. And I'm like embracing chaos in my life. And it's funny because that intention that I set, it has been completely chaotic for the first two weeks of 2022. You know, COVID got people that are coming through in my sphere and my community that have COVID now. Cases are crazy, like up and down with attendance because our ladies are sick. One of my staff members has COVID, like all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, you set the intention of chaos around chasing goals and like all of this like pleasure driven shit, right? But at the same token, I'm getting delivered chaos to me in terms of pain, you know, struggles with, with the gym and struggles with like clients and going through all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like having to really, really embrace the full meaning of the word of chaos because not everything is good it's also bad right it's not always pleasure it always can be painful so that's my intention for the year um and with everything that the word chaos means chaos in terms of getting out of my comfort zone chaos in in terms of excitement and going for it but also chaos in terms of like it's it's still going and it's still in this COVID world so learning those lessons around a chaotic life and, and feeling okay about being in that space so that's my intention for the year Um, But when I've been talking about my intention for the quarter with my mentorees, I was saying how my intention for the 
first quarter is like hectic and go. And I've got, I got a new journal for this year and um, at the bottom of every day, it actually asked me, I'm just going to bring it up. What is, what's the exact question? It says today, today I'm grateful for, and then how I felt today, but I changed it to see how am I feeling today? So I fill in my diary um, at the start of the day and I'm just looking at the last two days, which are up and like they're in front of me and the word I had for today was ready with an explanation mark and the word I had yesterday was let's go with an explanation mark. So I'm just, the intention for January till March is like hectic, let's go, fucking yes, because we're opening the gym this quarter, we're moving our location, we've been at our current gym for five years, we're going from a manageable state that's very comfortable to something that is like really challenging me. It's a beautiful three-story building. It's like it's like neck fucking level and it's it's scary to me scary in a good way so that's my intention for this quarter and then I've got the foresight to know that I don't want to work you know I can't work at a high state all the time nor do I really want to so I know that I'm laying down the foresight to have an intention for the quarter after that um, of April to June of being you know maintenance and so what I mean by that is like we'll still always be growing the gym but it won't be as high vibe it won't be as necessarily as exciting it's about maintenance and doing the things to get the outcomes and kind of plodding on by. Um, so that's what I mean by the intention of the quarter. And I really like that. I don't know. I like that change of events of doing that this year um, because I know that this quarter is hectic, is chaotic, is fun, is exciting. But, you you know, it's it's coming with the territory right now. I'm going from a, a manageable building to something that is still manageable, but it's scaring me and that's a good scary. Um, and then after that, we're going to take a little bit of a chill pill and take a breath. So that's your f- fourth point for starting your new year on the right track is like having some fucking intentions and like thinking about how you're going to approach the year as a business owner as well. And then the last thing um, that I wanted to touch base on and starting your year off on the right track is fucking targets, goals, systems, blah, blah, blah. You've heard me talk about it before, but it's not blah, blah, blah. It is like the fucking bread and butter of your business. It is the non-negotiable shit that like, quite frankly, when I'm coaching people and when I'm mentoring people, I don't want to have a conversation around if you are fucking tracking your leads. I don't want to have a conversation around if you are checking in with your fucking bank accounts. Like if you're a business owner, this is the skill set that is required. You know, if you think about someone that's going for a job interview in an office and let's just say they are a payroll, you should have a skill set and the people that are employing someone for the payroll position, you'll have a skill set of knowing how to use zero, of knowing how to reconcile accounts, of knowing how to have basic like Excel, you know, um, Excel kind of skills. So if you're a business owner and you're rocking up and you don't have the ability to look at your bank account and put money aside into tax, you know, whatever other account structure you've got, you're not qualified for the fucking job. You need to get qualified for the job. So the thing that I'm talking about here with step number five is having your non-negotiable shit as a business owner, tracking your money, checking in with your money weekly, what's coming in, what's coming out. Setting money aside for tax, GST, superannuation, all of those business ownership things that are important. Having targets around if you've got a goal, if it's a revenue goal or a profit margin goal or a savings goal, whatever. Having targets around what you're going to get monthly and then quarterly and making sure you're fucking on track with it. And then having a look at what kind of systems that you need in place from a front end and a back end perspective that make your business run smoothly. Front end stuff, onboarding, 
welcoming a client on, everything around onboarding, right? Service level, like giving a good service over and over again. Social structure, social content, lead generation, backend, money, tracking of finances, lead database, what's happening with extra resources, like having a look at your attendance, your cancellations, your fucking bread and butter metrics that should be there, that should be non-negotiables. And that, like you can start with all that. I just think that sometimes we need a little bit of a loving bitch slap that if you don't have the skill set to be in the job as a business owner, one, get fucking qualified with these skill sets or two, go away. Not just because like you're not equipped for it, we can learn. I know that when we get into the industry, they don't teach us this. This is why I'm doing this podcast, but it is your duty. It's your duty as a business owner to learn how to do these things. If you don't know, you ask. You do a course, you read some shit, you download some programs, you do whatever. But if you want to achieve goals, if you want to stay in the fitness industry, that's a non-negotiables. And that's the fifth thing that I really wanted to hit is like, oh my gosh, get your targets, get your tracking, get your systems. Non-negotiables. And I'm not talking about everything. I'm talking about your base level shit. Okay. Oh my gosh, I got I got a little I got a little heightened there um, because <laughs> It just, oh man, it's just so pivotal to me right now. I'm working with my current um, mentorees in our power program. Like I said, we're like over, just over halfway now. So I've been working with them for almost four months. We've got two more months left. And like the first half of our program was setting up the foundations, looking at the shortfalls, looking at the things that we need to do, teaching them about savings, tax, superannuation, blah, 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 teaching them about X, Y, Z. Now it's like, Go. And now it's like an up level of the conversations that we're having, the fucking growth strategies that we're doing, the scaling options that we've got. And it's like super exciting now because I can have those conversations with them because they have those non-negotiables. And that's not to say they're not working on other stuff to get in place. They very much are, but like they're not at baseline. So I hope that's giving you some really good stuff to think about as you head into 2022. Five things, five things to get the year on the right track as a business owner, okay? And I say this with love and care. Get your shit together, please, guys. Your business will thank you. Your life, everyone around you will thank you because you'll be a much happier business owner. You'll enjoy the process and you'll want to continue to do this stuff over and over again, okay? All right. Now, before I leave, I just wanted to touch base and let you know that I have got my next intake for power program. Now, it starts on the 24th of January, 2022. Okay. Six months together. You want to have this fucking vibe? Six months together. You can imagine the shit that we get done in six months. Yeah, like we get a lot of stuff done. We make some amazing fucking progress because it's very high touch. I get my hands all up in your beautiful business and we're making significant change within that short period of time. So if you're interested in having a bit of a look um, to see if this program is for you, if you're questioning any of these points that were in this podcast and you're like, fuck, I haven't done that. or fuck, I've never thought about it. Then this program is for you, okay? You can head to womeninstrength.com.au You'll go to Power Program, which is under services, and it'll give you all the details, all the details there. Now, I have got three spots available, only three spots, and I've already got ladies coming into the program that I'm just like so excited to work for, work with. I've got some clients in South Africa, which is fucking awesome. Um, I've got some people in Australia. That's my home base. Um, it's just like every time I do Power Program, I get lots of different people. So I'm just so fucking excited. And if you're feeling it as well, please send through a message and we can have a bit of a chat. All right, guys, talk to you soon. Bye.